learn to be a man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road And Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes And Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road and Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Are you ready? All right. Hey, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning live right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network or podcast recorded live podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us at theoutdoorzone.com. You can find all our social media and uh, you can follow Cody and his story around the country and... uh, Yep, and this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends over at McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns are our hometown gun shop. If you're looking for a youth model firearm, they've got it. If you're looking for a gunsmith, they've got one on staff. If you're looking for a personal carrier or referral for a class, one place, McBride's Guns. They'll get it all at McBride's Guns, same place they've been for years, corner 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 472-3532, or for our friends all over the country, just go to McBridesGuns.com. McBridesGuns.com. They're our hometown gun shop, and you can use them too. Uh, so I'm absolutely sick and disgusted with hmm, interesting uh, the Grammys. media and this whole this whole media outlet being that there there's no valid source of anything. There's no real reporting. There's no Max. Go to Newsmax. There's there's no real. Even that's everything's distorted. Everything is distorted politically or agenda related. None of it is like the original reporting. Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. None of that. (laughs) None of that happens anymore. Associated here on this show. Yeah. Well, we're we're still opinionated, though. You know, we're opinion swayed. And the Associated Press, you know, comes out with this article, which talks about, and it's disgusting. And so many times it's disgusting. The, uh, the, the death of a, of a, of a man, um, uh, uh, Harry, Harry Whittington, um, who was, um, an advisor, uh, on the Republican Party to like President George W. Bush and, uh, 
you know, just a, a, a huge representative in the um, Republican side. Shaker. Yeah. But the article, the freaking article by Associated Press says, Texas attorney shot by Cheney during 2006 hunting trip dies. <laughs> That's the headline. Uh, yeah, that kind of misleading, isn't it? Texas attorney accidentally shot by Cheney in two, during 2006 hunting trip dies. You sick, disgusting, despicable, deplorables. I'll, I'll turn it back around on you, you deplorables. <laughs> they don't no. care. They're disgusting, though, they're dude. How do you sleep get, at they're night? They're trying to you get disgusting, under your skin just like they have. Disgusting human. This 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 old man, this 95-year-old man passed away, and that's that's the article heading that he gets. It's just sick, man. It grosses me out. It it's sad that we live in a world that you know, that is carrying something from 2006, you know, that uh, there was a bird hunting accident. He got sprayed with bird shot and, uh, they're carrying it from 2006. And that's the legacy that they title his article when he dies with, it's just gross. It just sickens me. And that's the antis. That's your, yeah. that's your, that's your opposition to the outdoors. Those are the people that oppose the outdoors and that are uh, against the heritage that allows us to provide for our families, that allows us to to manage wildlife, that allows us to grow populations where populations were decimated across the country, yet conser uh, you know, conservationists, which are the outdoorsmen and women of this country, are the conservationists. Don't let it be. Don't let them fool you. So I saw and, a, a deal anyway, where a uh, I'll step down. <laughs> truck and trailer, uh, a, a truck and trailer uh, full of hogs was pulling up to a butcher shop. You know they're going into a meat processor, and there was all these people there, and they were running up to the trailer crying, going, "Baby, baby, we're so sorry, we're so sorry." And uh, I just thought, man, that is is such a waste of an adult mind. You yeah. know, if if you really have, and and that's what you're talking about. There's so many um, opportunities. That journalist, whoever wrote that, could have really done something. There's a there's a lady you may have seen her. She does a bunch of documentaries. She was on Joe Rogan the other day, but she does a bunch of documentaries. Uh, for National Geographic and National Geographic used to be and still can be pretty solid, uh, newsworthy, uh, you know, chronicling different things around the world. Um, the finest photography They're 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 well known for that. Um, and, you know, they've had their slip ups as we all have. But anyway, she does these documentaries on drug trafficking and uh, all kinds of different topics and i'm telling you she is good she is really really good and i was watching her and no bias no you know no spin on it she i mean I, and i thought that is a good journalist right there 
And I think what's happened is, and when I was president of the Outdoor Riders Association, we saw this and it was a topic that we talked about is the up and coming young outdoor journalist could, you know, a lot of them could put a thousand words on, uh, on a social media post and get as many readers or uh, likes as somebody who's worked 20 years in the newspaper industry, writing a column for a newspaper that has 20,000 subscribers or a magazine with 50,000 subscribers. And, uh, but the difference was these young people were never trained in the ethics of the outdoor journalism. They were, they, they didn't have, the knowledge in the background. When I became an outdoor journalist, I sat under monsters like Ray Sasser and uh, Mike Leggett and, uh, you know, this David Sykes and, uh, you know, this, these studs of outdoor journalists in the state of Texas, uh, Shannon Tompkins and Doug Pike. And, and these guys, man, you know, they didn't, they taught you that, you know, if, if you're going to write a story, this is how you write a story that's not biased. It's it's a good story, and it was it was amazing. And I, and I was always a little bit off of that. I never had to perfectly adhere to it. But boy, um, I I so honored those guys, and we've lost them over the years. And I don't know how you come back to center. Uh, when it comes to teaching these people or, or getting them to have this sense of ethics. Like if you write about the outdoors and you're saying, Oh, deer hunters and you're crying and you're, you know, trying to block hunters and, you know, doing all the stuff that we see PETA do and stuff like that. How do you, how do you get those people to really sit down and, and look at the facts that the hunters and fishermen of this world are the ones who have really, you know, blazed the trail for the comeback of the wildlife populations. Well, I think there's you... not, not one PETA dollar has ever gone to repairing the Everglades or the, the plains or the wood woodlands. I mean, where the wildlife roam and, you know, populations grow and healthy habitats restored. And, well, isn't it about um, framing it the right way okay, and, educate, my... and educating people if you frame it the right way about, you know, we've always said that if you went to your next door neighbor in Austin and said, hey, would you like some uh, grass fed, no hormones, no antibiotics, no MSG, no fat uh, and range, open range meat and they would go, oh, yeah. And, of course, that is, you know, venison, right? <laughs> it's got all those things. They'd be surprised. But that's, if you frame it the right way, then they may try it. I've had people that would not, that do, because they're looking at it from that aspect. Well, why do you have to play a game with them? Yeah. Because everybody What's else. What's the point? Okay, you know, it's TJ, just, I've he, done all I've done all that. Here's how it goes is that they're, they're educated in the wrong way growing up because they're not given the, the right information. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the word educated as part of it. I would use it 
they had indoctrinated. Yeah, indoctrinated or learned the incorrect from people that just way. don't know or understand. And that's why we got to educate the younger people. I mean, like we do at KOZ when we bring them in. Well, you can, you can, and you're right. There's an army, you know, and there's places, there's, there's, uh, there's places where you can go and you can be trained in, in healthy journalism, proper journalism techniques. But you're right. A lot of the, a lot of the young people today that are coming out, I mean, there's a ton of them that are expressing, their opinions on hunting, fishing, and the outdoors that have never, never walked with a mentor in the, in the industry. Isn't it funny how the guys that do podcasts, like you'll, uh, Zuckerberg or, or Rogan, you know, Joe Rogan, how if they go out and they go hunting with somebody with uh, some authority or insight, then all, then they see it the right way. And, they come, they come around and they start well, using it in their life. I do want to give a shout out to, there are hunting television shows. They're hunting magazines. Uh, in Texas, we have uh, Lone Star Outdoor News, which is a solid journalistic, solid uh, place to get information so there there is that stuff out there there are those people out there i i know them i've been with them i i track them and participate with some things on them but um i just again caution yourself and cody you're right caution yourself where your information comes from and uh validate the information source well if you want a good source for your auto needs just go to sun auto service It's a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Mine is 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park or 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and there's Lake and at Lane Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. Ironically, the Peter Report is up next. It's the Outdoor Zone live <laughs> in the bunkhouse 24 7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Forestdale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby, I got my baby up, up in my deer blind. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Uh, you can follow us 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can click on there. You can find links to us. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you think about the show. If you got a complaint, just click on Beefsteak's picture <laughs> and let him know that you're complaining. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that'd be great. We'd love to hear from you. He'll personally handwrite you a thank you note and uh, send it back to you. With uh, if you're lucky, you'll have 
marks from his bloody told fingers on that. Uh, now it's time for our PETA report. Nope, nope, nope. Tell us about Niall Maxwell Supercenter. Well, I was going to do that, but then I got distracted, and so I started. But I'm super excited because this month they have 0% financing for 72 months if you buy this month. That's now, 0% financing anywhere is crazy. But to get a new uh, Lone Star Quad Cab, a 22 Lone Star Quad Cab, you heard it right, 0% financing for 72 months. And you, in savings alone, that's $12,967 average finance saving. Uh, 0% financing for 72 months is back on 22 Rams, but you only have this month to get yours. Again, that's a $12,967 in finance savings. President's Day sales event savings have already started from your Ram Jeep experts in Austin. For the best selection and Niles' promise to beat any competitor's price, go to the experts at Central Texas, in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online anytime at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Now we'll now, do our Peter report. Come on. <laughs> They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. You know, there's some nights where I go to bed and I'm just waiting to get up in the morning for a sip of coffee. <laughs> just waiting for my coffee. I'm thinking about it the night before. Is that bad? Yeah. Hey, celebrating their 90th year as a beloved local and national icon, the Clydesdales have come under PETA's eye for their tails. The animal rights organization claims the bony part of the tail are cut off or made to fall off when the horses are young, a practice the organization said is cruel. An Anheuser-Busch spokesperson said the safety and well-being of our beloved Clydesdales is our top priority. Combined with our highly trained staff of professional caretakers, we partner with an equine medicine expert to ensure our animals receive the highest level and quality of care. PETA will be protesting the practice by driving a mobile billboard around the Budweiser Brewery in Scullard, in Scullard from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Sunday and then driving it past what is what it calls popular bars until 6 30 well that you get gets, them, that gets something done that changes the whole world oh man they are really getting after it man i just could not be and to think that there's people out there you can be proud of what your money is being used for when yes. you send it Hundreds of millions of dollars of funds going to an organization driving a vehicle around bars. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, here we go. Here's another story that uh, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on, y'all's thoughts on. Uh, the Sun is this newspaper that came out with this article. Department from the Department of Environmental Conservation. Uh, now that comes out of Albany, 
Now that white-tailed deer season has ended throughout most of New York State, it may be tempting to begin feeding deer to, quote-unquote, help them through the winter. However, feeding deer during the winter, or most times of the year, is unnecessary and prohibited in New York, and you can have very negative consequences for deer, your neighbors, and surrounding wildlife habitat. During the winter, deer mainly rely on woody vegetation. The digestive enzymes in a deer's stomach change in the winter to better digest this browse. If deer provided an unnatural food source such as corn or hay, their diet uh, after this change in, in diet has occurred, it can result in deer becoming ill or even dying. Um, I guess they can. I wonder how many deer have fallen dead in, in the states that feed corn 24 7 365 i wonder if that's why that yeah most well there is the other day well there is a huge i was going to say there's a huge uh you know in in texas where we feed year round we feed our deer year round um we have a lot of fatality with deer but it's mainly from uh, vehicles because of the overpopulation (laughs) growth of our deer herds because they continue to grow outrageous numbers. And, and, and if you feed them uh, the protein pellets, you know, they get a yeah. bigger yeah, answer. And ironically, ironically, I was just watching a, a guy who does a ton of deer management on Instagram. And he was talking about just because deer season's over doesn't mean we stop. The reason why we have giant deer is because we go into... Uh, we switch and we start putting out our uh, minerals and all our stuff and and we start caring for our deer differently now you know i don't know what they're doing up in new york but um, they're throwing pop tarts out and donuts (laughs) i think that's it it's a Uh, joke come on you were supposed to laugh both diseases can result in rapid illness and death of deer, even though their stomachs are full. Uh, and then it goes into, for example, if a deer infected with chronic wasting disease, CWD. Are you which is, kidding me? Which is very uh, limited number that we've actually seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, visits an artificial deer feeding site. It will shed CWD prions protein molecules in its saliva directly on the food, which can affect other deer that feed there. Deer gathering at these sites can also increase the risk of deer vehicle collisions. Who wrote that article? And deer-related damage to landscape, plantings, orchards, and tree farms. Who so wrote if you're, that? Uh, it comes from the sun. Does it there have is, a name on it? No, there's no would... name. Well, there of is course no name. Well, you going to go get them, TJ? Is that it? No, it's just get... that whole journalism thing again. Okay. That's so what I'm saying. saying that. That's so what I'm saying. I want to dig in. I want to find out. Okay. Now who wrote the article and, uh, is this, let's look at, uh, DNR statistics for that area. And do they have this rash of deer fallen dead from CWD and, or, you know, give me some stuff. Yeah, you know what it's what's caught what's caused this this horrible thing with journalism in our country is who do you trust? Yeah, who do you trust? Well, that's right. the point. But I think what happened is everybody one way went so far left that there had to be a program that went equally right to offset it. Isn't that what everybody tries to do? 
They're like, well, if they're going to be so outrageous, we got to be outrageous too. Yeah. In order to make our make that point. It, well, it's not exciting. You don't get exciting headlines if you stay neutral. You know what I'm saying? If you stay in the middle and you stay relevant, then you don't get the exciting headlines and the clicks because it's not uh, resist impulse to feed deer advises DEC uh, feeding deer is killing deer. You know, it's animals digestive enzymes change during the winter. Have you ever heard that? They probably well, do know, slightly, but I mean, okay, it doesn't affect, it doesn't do what they're, they're trying to say it does. I'm right. not, I'm not going to argue the science of it because I don't know the facts on it, the truth on it. But, you know, uh, I have this theory that if you look at something that's successful, you should probably like, uh, like uh, Austin, Texas and San Antonio, Texas, San Antonio, Texas, you walk around downtown and there's very few people on the streets, sleeping on the streets. I didn't see campgrounds when we were there. I didn't see trash all over everywhere. I didn't feel like it. And, uh, and then you go walk around Austin, Texas, the capital, and it is a train wreck. And, you know, they're spending all this money trying to go to Seattle and figure out how to do all this, you know, get these programs to work. And I just think, why don't you just look at one that's successful and maybe do some of the things they're doing? And if some of these people that are complaining about low deer populations, deer problems, whatever that is, you know, maybe you should go someplace like Texas not saying Texas is the only place, but maybe you could go to Texas and look at how they're managing their deer populations. Or go to Alabama where it gets you one every day for a month and and they got an overabundance. They say up north, okay, the deer are different up north. You know, it's snow and all that stuff. Okay, well, there are some places up north that have some incredible deer populations. I mean, those guys are killing Minnesota, places like that, in like two-week open season that they have, they're killing, you know, almost as many deer as we kill in three months in Texas. I don't know if it's Minnesota, but yes. You know, up north, there's there's some great deer management systems in place. So, but I don't know. I guess, you know, so many people just got to figure out their own way, their own thing. Jeez, killing me, Smalls. Wow. I'll tell you. Some way that you can protect your family, though, in the way that I protect my family, a name that I'm carrying across the country uh, as I fish across the country, somebody I believe in is Altrue HealthShare. You know, because finding high, uh, affordable, top-quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen and entrepreneurs and those who are self-employed. But Altrue HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrue HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. It's literally this simple. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account. Uh, Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's exactly how it works. It's so simple. It makes sense. I have my family covered by it. I have for years and years and years. And absolutely, um, it, it just makes sense. 
You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Check out Altru Health Share, where we care for one another. All right, uh, coming up, we've, uh, man, what do we got? Armed Citizens Report. Oh, yeah. Get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone. Live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned in to the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. You know, Aldo Leopold said, I am glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. It's up to us to train the next generation of outdoor men and women. Don't sit on the back row, stand and fight. Give to the kids outdoor zone, land, cash, vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. Kids Outdoor Zone, KOZ, no kid left inside. Hey, Keystone Bank, our buddies at Keystone Bank support this show and support us. And we're happy, happy, happy to have them as part of the show with us. Our buddy um, Jeff Wilkinson and his team operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why they're so invested in this community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. Pick up the phone, call over there, and you know who you're talking to. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. I just jump on my phone, jump on my laptop, and I'm online with my bank to learn more get started with keystone account visit one of the locations in person there's one at 11,500 b caves road in west austin 500 pressler street in downtown austin 900 hutchets avenue in ba- beautiful ballinger texas or just go to the website keystone.bank keystone.bank for all the information keystone.bank where local matters uh now it's time for our armed citizen report Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. So um, there was a news station, a television station in Austin, had a an interesting uh, report come out this week and. I wanted to hit on this a little bit with you guys. The Cedar Park Police Department is seeking more, is seeing more guns stolen during car burglaries at the start of the new year. In the month of January, police department reported 18 burglaries with three guns stolen. Police said that's a 16.6% rate of car burglaries that result in stolen guns compared to data last year, only 7.6% of car burglaries uh, resulted in a stolen gun. The problem's not isolated. Cedar Park Austin Police Department reported that 64% of missing or stolen firearms in 2022 stemmed from car burglaries. So people are leaving their pistols in their cars a lot at of, night. A lot of people Or when do. they go into a store or when they do something and... People are doing smash and grabs or they're just 
coming by and checking your i think i think you told us about that that beef that you saw somebody going door to uh, car to car just trying doorknobs and if a door opens man they just go through it right but we also had in a parking lot uh where we all went on a uh on a business trip we left a couple vehicles in the parking lot over there in oak hill and one of them the the side window got smashed out and he said that his gun got stolen and it was the truck that was lifted four-wheel drive diesel and that's the only one that they broke into so we think they were targeting that because they thought well, that looks like a guy who probably carries a firearm you know what i'm yeah. saying well police police say uh advise for you to hide your valuables in your card or just take the gun with you when you go inside amen right there yeah you should always have a holster on it even if it's in the car so that you can grab it and take it as needed that's my new uh go-to it says if your gun is missing or stolen call your local police department and they're going to want a description of the gun and the serial number and so how many people have their serial numbers written down do you have a little log that you put in your uh, gun safe or used to well, before you I lost them all? Well, if I had any guns, I would absolutely make sure that I logged them all in. Yeah, my and... only firearm my only firearm was stolen out of my truck years and years ago in Austin <laughs> when I lived there. I had one. No, I'm serious. I had one stolen there. I did too. On the, I've had on one. On the logs. I mean, and that's why I try not to leave anything. It's terrible that you can't leave something in there, but I guess that's a, you know, that is a sick feeling when you, uh, when a firearm gets stolen, you don't know what they're going to do with it. Anytime somebody breaks in your house or your vehicle. I remember one time in Houston coming out and, uh, and my, uh, my truck, everything was thrown all over the place in my truck. And I realized that somebody broke into it, but we have a good friend, Skosh. Mm-hmm. His then, truck got stolen the other day. What? The one, the one with that tribal band that goes along the bottom. Yeah, his truck. Mrs. Granny was talking to him. Oh and my! This is in gosh. Austin, Texas, in a beautiful neighborhood. And that's a gated and his community. His pickup truck got stolen. They found it in Houston. Some girl wrapped it around a tree or a pole in Houston. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean. Man. It happens. I, I've had I've had my truck stolen before. I had my my little S10 Blazer stolen, and uh, the apartment complex had had gates and cameras and all that stuff. And went over and watched the film of it driving out the gate. Mm. Like it didn't matter. They just came in and stole it and trashed it. And but, did, man, did that is a, hear a about... sick feeling. But if you have a firearm, and if you have firearms in your house. Why don't you have a good gun safe? At least make it hard on them. I I I agree. I think everybody should have a gun safe, and there's not then not everybody agrees with me on that. They think, oh no no, my closet is fine, or I can't get quick access to it, and so I need quick access. Well, I don't argue with with needing quick access to a firearm. Well, that's why I got my side think, my I side stand more. on my bed is a little safe, and that's where I put the firearm. And then I just twist the knob in the morning, and boom, it's a little doot, 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 you know? Just well, shut and it. Cody's got to think Maybe about if it there different because consequ- he's got a kid. 
if if there's consequences to uh, a potential burglar, you know, we wouldn't have this epidemic of thieves if they got actually locked up or or had the potential to get shot more times than they do. Well, that's what and, we talk uh, about each week, right? I mean, we try to bring that I awareness. I know, but it doesn't happen enough. But like in journalism, like you said, it isn't reported. Nobody no. reports on that. So, yeah, it's it's people getting stolen. I mean, but, but, it, but there's no consequences, you know? If you're not getting slapped on the hand, if you're getting slapped on the hand for stealing something, then okay, my hand doesn't even hurt, you know? You've slapped it several times, doesn't hurt anymore. But... Well, it's if even you're getting like, worse. Well, I could die if I go in and try and steal this firearm or steal anything or break into this place. I could die. Well, that's a bit that's a bit more of a deterrent. So, I don't know. Uh, we still have, you know, we report on it every week that you know, people still take fake guns and go in and try and rob Mexican food restaurants with fake guns. See, I was and thinking about doing a TikTok channel on this because, you know, now, uh, what is it, St. Louis, I think it is, when a couple uh, big cities are saying they won't insure the uh, Hyundais because there was a TikTok challenge that says you could go and match the key to it, you know, the, the fob, and how to do that and steal it. <laughs> and it went viral, and there were so many people that were stealing them from this little TikTok challenge. And so I think we should do a TikTok challenge with uh, the Armed Citizens Report and kind of get out there and just show relentlessly. They'll here. just block you. If you if you even have TikTok, well, I the don't. Chinese will just block that. Well, that was the balloon. That was for the balloon. <laughs> That's like no, a distraction. Oh my gosh, that is so yeah, funny! I I've never had TikTok, never downloaded it. If that's where what I have to have to market myself or the show or anything, <laughs> gonna, then it's not going to happen. What it was that I saw, they did. There was somebody that posted something about that surveillance uh, balloon flying over the country, and it was going across all these uh, crop things, you know, where it showed crops where oh, words yeah, are yeah, cut yeah. into crops and it said yeah. go trump or you know <laughs> let's, go brandon. Or, let's go brandon or let's go brandon let's go it was pretty good hey i'll tell you what else is pretty good it's partsview.com our friends over at partsview p-a-r-t-s-v-u.com they're an online shop for all your boating needs they've got a podcast they've got a uh, a show uh i actually did one of their podcasts with them the other day so that should be coming up pretty soon. Uh, interest in boating or you just need parts for your boat. Their mission is to help boaters enjoy each and every day on the water. Parts View carries catalogs of genuine OEM, Yamaha, Mer 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 Mercury, Suzuki, and Maracruiser uh, parts and products. They offer more than 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like Starbright, NAFCO, Turning Point, Propellers, Teenage Marine, 303, Sea Choice, Sierra, Oflex, and many others. Parts View prides itself in great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, and helpful customer services and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Hey, go see our friends over there at partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. Get them to help you out. 
with all of your boating needs. All right, we'll close this whole thing out. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, this is Cabela's Pro Clark Winlet, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. Clark Winlet. That was a good one. I hadn't heard that one in a while. I forgot we had that. Um, Thank you for that. Hey, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Don't forget, you can track us 24-7, 365, and share us with your friends. Share this podcast, live recorded podcast, with your friends at theoutdoorzone.com. Theoutdoorzone.com. CR. Yeah, so uh, there's an article on Meat Eater uh, that I thought was an interesting question. Wanted to get y'all's take on this. Is the question posed for the article is crossbow hunting really archery hunting? Oh, geez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're going to get some write ins after this one. Uh, so, I mean, I have an opinion on this entire thing, and it I, may be different shocking. than you. It may be different than you would expect. I, okay. My opinion is I say flat out no. Right now, but I do know that my cousin uh, is able to hunt with a crossbow uh, and extend his distance in Illinois and he can hunt a month earlier because he uh, is in archery season and he can use a crossbow to do it. Yeah. But is it archery hunting, in your opinion? Technically, I I guess it is, but I don't agree. I if you're using I a don't bow, know where you get the word technically? Technically, because you got a bow and you got an arrow. I mean, that's archery. I mean, what's you the, also have a gun stock and a trigger. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, you do. I'm one who I look. I'm not against. Man, go out there and smack them dead. I'm fine with you. Go use your crossbow. Do I think that guys with crossbows that can shoot 75 yards with the scope should be out on archery season when guys are, you know, have been spending months and months trying to pattern an elk in the wilderness and try and get up within 30 yards of him, leaning up against a tree with a bow, a real bow? I don't think that's square up. But what's a think... real bow? A real bow is a long bow. A real bow is a uh, recurve bow. A real well, bow is and a... you can and you, <laughs> you can got cams. go down deep into that where people, yeah, well, you know, back in the day, traditional that yeah. was an argument. Yeah, back in the day, that was an argument. And uh, but I mean, I was looking at, I was watching some stuff on muzzleloaders. You can shoot a hundred plus, hundred fifty yards with a muzzleloader now. It's yeah. just shooting a rifle yeah. and that, and they have an extended season muzzleloader only. And you know, that used yep. to be where you had to kind of earn it to get it, kill them at 50 yards with the muzzleloader or, you so know, do you, we get, do we just get rid of the differentiating? We have rifle season and we have arrow season. How about that? What if we were just to do arrow season well, and rifle season? No, archery is still, I mean, it, arrows come out of uh, crossbows. 
So well, that's what I'm saying. I look, I'm of the mindset that I I don't I don't differentiate the two. I I I know there is a difference, but you also have a bow, a compound bow now that's allowed to be used and that's never argued in archery season that has 90% let off. You can shoot 80 yards. You have that's a true. sight for your bow that that you can buy a Garmin sight for your compound bow now that auto ranges. You just put the dot on the animal, push the button, and it auto ranges and sets the I mean, you don't have to guess at 37 yards. You just push the button, draw back, shoot the animal. And well, you, you can do it at 87 yards. No problem. You got live scope gear for your bass fishing, too. You drop exactly. it in the water and you can see your saying. fish. And you got 90% let off on a bow. So it's not like you're holding back, a, you know, 70 pounds this whole time. It's, you know, you're holding back a fraction of that. So, so your real question is, it, should it be considered archery and used in archery season yeah, is crossbow hunting really archery hunting and at this point i think technology is so far advanced and everything that you need to differentiate the two and just have it uh, my theory is you just have arrow hunting and bullet hunting let's just separate it there and be done with it <clears throat> hmm. well it's basically that way anyway right you got well the- no because some places won't let you use a crossbow during archery season or some places have a muzzle loader season, like muzzle loader, like you just talked about. Muzzle loaders are so far advanced now, you can do everything you can with a rifle. So, what's the point anymore? Well, it's no difference. I have heard that there's people that had a misfortune in their life and may have got a, you know, currently they're setting their ways straight, but out of jail and they can't, you know, if they get a felony, they can't be around uh, firearms. And there are people that, can use a well, that's uh, crossbow not why for they that. created the crossbow that shoots a hundred no, yards. No, it's not. But you're right. There's it does give some, you know, and there's some health reasons that people use a crossbow that used to be archers. You know, their shoulders blown out after fifty years of archery. So there's reasons for it. I don't know. I, I you know, I I don't care. Go out and kill it. But I just feel for the guys that work so hard. You know doing archery you got buddies cody that spend a ton of time trying to make their way through with archery so anyway arrow season and bullet season that's how we need to change it all right beef steak we're gonna have to put something out there you know so what else was confusing is i asked the boys about if they knew a picture that i had a painting and it was john wayne and they said they hadn't heard of it it's terrible and so one thing that john wayne said that uh, I always liked is a man deserves a second chance, but keep an eye on him. All right. This week's Bible verse comes from Galatians 1.10. Am I trying to win over human beings or God? Am I trying to please people? If we're still trying to please people, I wouldn't be a Christ follower. So live it, love it, learn it. Uh, same place, same time. Hey, Next this week, week f- folks, we want to encourage you to get the kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds, the trees, heck, take them hunting, take them be fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Hey, we're headed to church. Want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community. After all, it all belongs to him anyway. Man, get your family to church and then go have a nice lunch somewhere with them. It'll make a better day uh, for everybody. Hey, if you want to start a hunting, fishing, or outdoor adventure ministry in your church for boys, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you got a boy who needs some mentoring, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. 
And if you want to give land, money, uh, vehicles, support Kids Outdoor Zone, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. KOZ, no kid left inside. All right. Whew. All right. From Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, our ranch hens, and myself, TJ Granny, we just want to say God bless and regulators. Let's mount up. Blade knife for forty three dollars, my friend lost his life. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes and shoot him with my old forty five. Cause a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. Country folks can survive.